Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. Keep up with Lisa's day-to-day problems and solutions she encounters with Outlook, third-party apps, and Office 365. The learning never ends, folks. Learn from Lisa. Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 67. If you want to check out my past shows, you can go to callthatgirl.biz slash office365. In the lower area of the page, there's a link to go to past shows. It has all the notes and the links and all that information there. Pretty soon here, this coming up, this one or the next one should be number show 100 I've done. Not for this series of shows, but all together since 2010. 100 podcasts is a lot. <laughs> For anyone that's new to this show, uh, the Office 365 show is basically about my work I've done in the past week, about Outlook, Office 365. Sometimes I have guests and sometimes I just have me. And this week, it's going to be a little spin on a, a new topic I don't talk about much, but in the past, I don't know, three months or so, I've been uh, very interested in thinking about moving to a managed service plan to offer to my clients, but yet I don't want to offer like the whole everything MSP, because that's just way too much for me. Where I really excel at is the Office 365. So I've been kind of working on it on the side while I've been working on other projects. And um, I've been trying to think about what do I need to learn more about MSP and, and whatnot for me to offer it. So I've been doing a lot of investigating online. I've been listening to or watching um, the forums listening to the text, reading their blogs and posts, and just trying to just learn as much as I can. And I found out that there was the MSP World event here in Vegas where I live. So I thought, well, why don't I just go and check that out? You know, it was a two-day event, and it was a couple hundred bucks. And so I, I, I took off for those two full days, and I, I've never been to an MSP event, so I really didn't know what to expect. But I'm going to tell you all about it on this show today. But before we get going, I got to thank our friends over at App River. They do all my Office 365 sales and support. They also do encryption and spam filtering, and they have awesome 24 by 7 support. I'm a partner with them, so that means that uh, if my clients have issues, they can call them on nights and weekends to do the, you know, what I would call the easy stuff, but it isn't always easy. But I try to tell my clients, look, you know, you can use them because you're paying their service for some things. Some things, though, you do have to come back to me for, which is like non-supported work like iCloud or Outlook.com and things like that. So if you're interested in working with a vendor for your Office 365 sales and service, you can contact my rep, Steve Harris, sharris at appriver.com. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about this MSP world event from front to end, start to beginning or beginning to end, <laughs> sorry, I have a lot of notes on this, and it was kind of a really neat experience, because I went there all by myself, I didn't know a single person, um, I kind of tried to put out the feelers online, nobody was going, so I thought, well, here's my chance to actually explore, and not have anybody there to distract me, and uh, I guess I was a little bit nervous, too, because, you know, when you go to any event by yourself, you don't know anybody, it's kind of hard to like just walk up to strangers and say, oh, hey, I'm Lisa. Here's what I do. And, and it takes me back to the old school networking days of I'm there alone. And that's when I first started. But um, so anyway, I got to the event and um, it was at the Cosmopolitan Hotel, which is just absolutely insanely gorgeous. I mean, the whole thing is pretty. 
But what I love the most is that they just rented like an outlet of one of the hotel areas. So everything was really in a confined space. And that was really nice. Like you didn't have to run 10, you know, 10 floors away to go to one thing and another 10 floors for another. Uh, basically got off the elevator. There was a nice lounge area, which was of course full of techs nerding out on their laptops and on their phones. And then there was like a central hallway. When I got there, the breakfast was there. And on the right was the breakout session rooms for like the speakers. And on the left was the larger like uh, room where the exhibitors were. And there was a lot of space in there. It was really nice. It wasn't too crowded. It wasn't too busy. I think that there was enough attendees to have like constant circulation of people. They had the exhibit tables um, there all day long, which I really liked because I went to an event in Phoenix a couple years ago and they only had the exhibit tables there for like two hours in the morning and in the afternoon or something like that. And that really made it kind of rush and grab. Like the event I went to two years ago was like everybody went to the the cool, you know, booth and got all the cool swaggy stuff. And then they ran to the next one where this one here, this was on that kind of event. It was, it was like, well, first of all, I'll start by saying that I really didn't understand what a lot of the speakers were talking about. So I opted to not even go because I don't do managed services at that level, like network security and, and all that stuff. And so I just was like, well, what should I do now? So I got there, I had a little breakfast and I went in and registered. And then I was like, now what? I've got like three hours or four to lunch, you know? So I was like, I'm just going to go and take a chair and sit down at each vendor booth because I really had time on my hands. I wanted to learn as much as I could about every single person that was there or company. And it really wasn't too busy. Like there wasn't like lines of people at each, you know, booth. So I literally registered and went to the first table there and no, nobody was there. So I went to the next table and that is the ESET table. And, you know, I know about ESET. They're an antivirus company, but it turns out that ESET has uh, managed services plans. And, you know, because I'm new to all that, I don't know it all. And I really am not going to be selling antivirus. Just one sec, folks. I'm getting all my notes here off my other desk. Um, I just don't know, you know, I'm never going to want to incorporate that, I don't think, because really what I want to do is stay within my niche, you know. If I ever had a client that wanted MSP, they would probably already have one, I'm guessing, <laughs> in my opinion. But, um, so I started out at the ESET booth, and then I moved to the next table, and, you know, I kind of liked it. I sat and talked to people, and I, I don't know if they weren't um, used to people sitting down with a chair but I mean, I just thought I just can't stand for eight hours. I mean, it's just not what I do. So I kind of liked the chair approach because then I could take some notes and I actually listened to them. I heard about their products and, um, you know, we talked sometimes just about normal stuff. And I mean, it really wasn't too busy that you couldn't have that time, which is what I liked about the event. It wasn't like crazy busy. Okay. But I'm going to start my order a different way. Um, the tables are all like set up in a, in, in around the big room, but I think, um, so this is funny. I went to all 30, some of these tables and did the same sit down with every one of them. So the people that, um, I talked to, I said, I talk about them on my podcast show. They're all going to get a copy of this <laughs> and they're going to maybe remember me because 
I sat there for five to ten minutes and maybe longer if we were enjoying each other's company. But how I decided to uh, start this review of MSP World was I'm going to start with, um, um, I don't know how to say it, uh, topics or or um, like one group will be network security, one will be voice over IP, Office 365, network orchestration solutions, endpoint management, and, and we'll go on and on from there because I want to try to give every company a little piece where they should be. Like I said, this is all new to me, so when I was reviewing all my notes and all the, t- I brought flyers from every single company. I got their little giveaways, and uh, and like I said, it was just a really intense experience for me because I didn't know a lot about it, but I certainly know a lot more now. I'll tell you there. I'll tell you that. Okay, so we're going to start with the first company, which I just want to say is kind of my favorite, which I'm allowed to have a favorite because they sat there. And bullshitted with me for the longest time. <laughs> they were really fun. And that company is Datapath. And they do uh, network security. And they do managed security services for MSPs. So they're kind of like, um, they protect the, the network. And if you don't uh, know what MSPs folks do, it's managed services. But um, they were a lot of fun. They gave me this cool little pen with screws in it, which I thought was a pen, of course. And I tried writing with it. And... Um, the fella who I talked to, he, um, once I told him who I was, he said, Oh, I watched one of your YouTube videos once. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, you helped me with an outlook or an office 365 problem. And I said, well, did it help? He goes, yeah. And I said, well, there you go. I'm glad it worked. But, um, like I said, I, I'll, you know, I don't plan on ever needing network security, but I wanted to give those folks a little props because they were really fun and fun to talk to. And, uh, and sometimes at the events, people aren't so like open just to talking about stuff because they got, they're focusing on meeting people that they want to become clients. Well, you know, I got, I kind of got that feeling by some people, but everybody was very nice though. I mean, I didn't get, I didn't feel like I was shunned at all because I wasn't going to be buying their expensive, you know, network appliance or anything like that. Everybody was very, really cool though. Okay, so then, like I mentioned, the other company was ESET, and then they do, of course, the antivirus, and they do lots of other stuff as well, but beyond my interest, and I'm sure a lot of the brick-fix techs, they already have ESET or one of the other products. Kaspersky also was there, and they told me all about their labs and all the things they do, um, and the guy at that table was really nice to talk to as well. I just tried to make a note of that, so if you ever want to get in touch with them. And, um, then the other one was, I think one I've heard of before, which is called rapid fire tools. They run the, it's called network detective where it manages the network and watches for intrusions. I think that's right. And then next in this, in the groups is the voice over IP monitoring and IP stuff and networking. I wrote <laughs> one of the companies was outpost Sentinel and they were really nice folks to talk to as well. And the other company, that I spoke to was site 24 by seven and they are a Zoho company. And that fellow was really nice. Um, I kind of was like, boy, that 20, that site 24 by seven looks familiar. And I didn't see the Zoho. And, uh, he said something like, Oh, we're Zoho. And I was like, Oh, I tried Zoho, but see, yeah, I remember I tried Zoho like six years ago when it was just a ticketing system. I think back in the day, now they've obviously moved up in the world. Quite a bit. And their little flyer here says, network server and application monitoring from the cloud, all in one. And it's got quite a bit of information on that flyer. Okay. 
Then we're going to work into some Office 365 stuff. And there's only, I think, now I might get uh, some feedback on this. But since I'm interested in Office 365, I particularly wanted to pay attention to the Office 365 folks that were selling it and, and whatnot. And, um, or supporting it, rather. So I only found like four companies that were particularly doing that. And one is called InBay Technologies, which I thought their product was kind of cool. Um, what they do, and because I pull probably with the MSP services I'm going to have, I'm probably going to have a lot of logins to protect. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of other tools that manage the control panel for multiple logins. I just haven't needed to learn them yet. But um, they actually have the multi-factor uh, protection. Make sure I got this right here. Multi-factor, multi-level authentication, the next generation of passwordless and dongle-free identity assurance for enterprises of all sizes. And I just, like I said, I just kind of tacked on a little note for me to look into that later because that seems like something that I might want on my mobile phone and when I have text eventually or whatever. It's just something I thought I would need. The other one is Kasaya or Kasia or Kasaya. Um, they were pretty, uh, I saw them quite a bit at the event. They offer simple, affordable, comprehensive cloud administration for Office 365. And to me, looking at this, this is maybe a, a scale or two above what I will probably want to do. But then again, I don't know. And like I said, I'm pretty happy with my partnership with AppRiver. So I don't plan on moving away. But these folks, um, you know, I... I just took it as a note here that if you're maybe going to work with Microsoft directly, which a lot of people do, you might want to work with a company that offers this. And looks like they have an intuitive administrative dashboard and customizable cloud mailbox management. And to me, it's, um, you know, they were a great company they're representing, but for the level of what I'm doing, I just think it's a little too much for me. But they were um, definitely somebody that caught my eye. Another company is Intermedia, and I'm familiar with those folks. I've seen them at the events before. I know a few other people use them for their um, Office 365 and other products they sell. I'm just going to just have a brief mention that they were there. And there are a couple of their booth guys, the vendors, I've seen them. I think I saw one at uh, CompTIA a couple of years ago. And then Kasaya also, oop, one second. I'm going to skip that one. Um, now, the next company on the Office 365 was a company that kind of <laughs> kind of confused me a little bit. Their name is Adar IT, and I believe they're out of Chicago. And really, this fella that did the speaking event, his is the only one I really went to. <laughs> I didn't catch his name, but it was something about Office 365 and how to make profit. I believe that was the topic, like how to make more profits with Office 365. And he had a really cute little story. And he told the story of how his business grew from break fix to really small managed services to moving up in the world. And then as he was telling the story, he was telling about the profit and the margins going up higher and higher. And he finally said the big words that I wanted to hear was, we have a 60% uh, profit margin now. And I was like, okay, you're singing the song I want to hear. So, but the funny thing is about sitting in that uh, in that speaking session of his, is he put up this, <laughs> he put up this, uh, this, uh, graphic from a PowerPoint that looked exactly like, um, of one of the vendor booths out there. It was called, uh, Nerdio. 
And Nerdio kind of had a cool product that was, uh, I think it's also part of the Office 365. Um, but it was like it had this spinning wheel of how support services work. And you can tell they put a really, a lot of time into, um, into setting up everything, a place to make the managed services work well. And I was like, this, that looks exactly the same as the other one. I didn't know that the two companies were the same. So I poked the guy next to me. And I'm like, look at my phone. I actually took a picture of the little thing at the vendor booth because I was kind of interested in it. And he goes, oh, they're the same company. I'm like, oh, my God. I had no idea. So <laughs> it's kind of funny because uh, the Nerdio um, was kind of neat. They have an um Maybe I'll put that as a show note, the picture I took with a link to their site because that, to me, I was really interested in because it's a service kind of model that I think anybody could probably use. But um, I'm not officially sure if Adara IT does MSP for other techs or just their own, or if they were there for that. I didn't catch that in the presentation. But anyway, uh, the next one up here is, uh, we're going to talk about, is um, network. We're jumping to a whole new scale, by the way. Network orchestration solutions, which is, Probably the Honeywell level, I'm guessing, <laughs> because um, that's one of the biggest companies I've ever worked for. And uh, all I know is that we had our own IT. It got bought out to the large scale, and that, to me, is probably that. But one of the companies that I, t- um, I took note of was Exinda Networks. And, of course, my notes. Here it is. And to me, this was like, I'm not sure if I would ever, of course... Um, call on this company, but they have a flyer that says five ways MSPs can grow their businesses with Exinda's network orchestration solution. And uh, I will just put a link in the notes again for this company. I'm sure if you folks are listening to this show that do this, you already have all the knowledge you need about that. <laughs> and then circling back was that Kasaya company. They had another flyer here for their VSA professional Enterclass IT Systems Management. And uh, these things always crack me up because it's all just stuff that uh, I, I will probably never manage at that level. Okay, then we're going to talk about endpoint management. Now, this is where things kind of for me, because I don't know what a, uh, the whole you know scope of everything. Uh, so I tried to part everything out the best I could here. But uh, the endpoint management, the company I kind of circled in was this one called Heat, Heat Software. And they have a Heat Land Rev. Um, most organizations support deployments, and it sounds like it's a network application management thing. So I'm just going to give them a little little notice here or mention Heat Software. And then we have Asset Management, was which I noticed was Mirador or Miradori. And they, do, uh, they secure sensitive data, control asset, and cost management and automate remote install and settings and apps. And they're actually a mobile device management company. And I kind of remember at that booth, the gal trying to tell me about the mobile and me going, yeah, I don't think I'm, maybe this wasn't the mobile one. No, this wasn't it. Sorry. Wrong, wrong company. I'll move on. Okay. Then we had telecom folks. And one was a really huge company. One is called Econet. Now, I think I lost the extra sheet on them, and I'll find it here before the end, but they were—they actually had two little companies with them, too. 
Um, the other one is Innovative Business Solutions, and they are an MSP broker house. So if you're interested in like partnering up with an MSP to um, to find whatever you need, these folks will help set you up. And I, I kind of like that because, you know, I know a lot of my listeners are running break fix companies and they want to get into MSP and sometimes they're ready to go, you know, go all in. And sometimes you need some helpers to help you do everything right. And this is what that company kind of said that they do. They are a boutique master agency with a national footprint. So they've got 350 partners in 20 states, and they have 45 carriers. So to me, this sounded like a nice little story for my techs if they want to. Again, their name is Innovative Business Solutions, innovative-business.net. I'll put them in the notes as well. All right. Then we have the Econet. I might have to come back to them. They're not in my pile here. Okay. And then, of course, Lenovo showed up, and those guys were a lot of fun. I'm like, well, of course I know about Lenovo and their laptops. And we joked around about that little red button for the mouse pad that they just can't get rid of. <laughs> and they had a really nice uh, lighted, uh, lit up little lamp for the side of your computer for your laptop. And they had a really nice notepad, like a little notebook. And they were just fun, really fun guys to talk to. And we actually, you know, talked about our history of working with uh uh, computers and stuff, and there was just a nice little chit-chat there. Okay, and then we're going to move on to some cloud service Wi-Fi guys. So the one I noticed was a company called Coda Cloud. Now, these folks all wore orange, and they all, you know, that's what the point is of branding, is everybody that came all wore the orange, so you totally knew who they were the whole time. There was no question. And then when they were all together, you know, in front of their booth, it, uh, you know, it was a strong representation of the company, and that's what I did at my very first expo. I did, because I wore pink, and all my people were pink, so we all stood out. Well, uh, I think when I was talking to them, um, you know, I wanted to learn a little bit more about their stuff, and I think what they do is they manage access points, and I'm not 100% sure on that, but I want to tell you more about the little gift they gave me. Um they had some cute stuff and they did have a little phone charger that was a little orange Coda Cloud little like thing that um, you hook up to your computer to charge up and then you can take it with you to charge up your phone. And, you know, we get all that stuff at these events all the time, but that one I just really loved. It was orange. It's something you always know what it is. It was super cute and their name is right on it. And to me, that that's probably the best branded giveaway I've seen an event in a while and it was just simple. It was just orange. It had their name on it and it had a specific purpose and I liked it. So kudos to you guys for that. And, uh, they had a nice booth too. Um, then the other company was Itopia and these guys do stuff. I totally have no idea. I've never even heard of it. And this is where I started learning words I'd never knew, which was called wash to DOS W A A S to D A A S for MSPs. And <laughs> I even had to come home and Google it a little bit because I literally did not know what it meant. Now, I've heard of some other stuff like, you know, SaaS and things like that. But this is Workspace as a Service. And I think there's actually another one called Infrastructure as a Service. And then I don't even see on here what the DOS was. But they had some nice handouts. And that's a lot of high-level stuff, I think. I hate to sound so ignorant about it, but to me, I'm a brake fix technician, and you said I was pretty enlightened by all this stuff. 
All right, next up is Aetherpal. They do mobile workforce management. And this is the company that I was just talking about earlier that I had wrong. So now this company said, this is real-time support for your mobile workforce. And I was like, man, you know what? I told them this jokingly. I said, why does everybody think everything is mobile nowadays? I still sit at my desk all day and run my command center. And I don't even want to look at my phone except to answer it. And then they said to me, well, this is mostly for technicians on the road and, and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I get it. Like, you know, it didn't dawn on me that they might have to do management of stuff on their phones because they're on the road or they're traveling. So I totally got it. And what their uh, product here is, is it has self-service buttons, one-click fixes, uh, device health, remote support, IT chat. They told me pretty much anything you do with a with a um, software program could be implemented into this program. And it's called Aetherpal or Aetherpal. Um, it's A-E-T-H-E-R-P-A-L. And um, like I said, I'll put this all in the notes because that one there might be something that other people might like as well that are mobile people. Then, of course, we have the next up here is what I, I jokingly was like waiting for this guy. He was so busy um, that he always had someone at his table. And, you know, you didn't really expect that this company would be doing MSP, but it, they're called PCmatic. And I've heard about them for years. And they, I believe back in the old days, just had the little tool you could buy from the, the guy on TV running around. But apparently... They are really successful with their MSP product. And uh, I asked him, I was like, really? I wouldn't have even thought that. And he said, well, what happened was a lot of techs bought it and they liked it. So they wanted to run it on their, with their MSP. So they just changed it up to have that service. And I was like, well, hey, if it's working, great. You know, I won't be doing it, of course. But I just wanted to let folks know that they have a lot of stuff in there. They got the patch management, prospecting tools, automated monitoring, security, and um, all that. And I believe it's part of lab tech, which I've heard of that before. Anyway, giving them a little shout out here. And they're, uh, they have a free 60-day trial, of course. And I think they told me, I asked him, like, what's the pricing on that? And he said, 88 cents for one user. So there's your margin, folks. Okay, now in this category, I just gave them their own because I really don't know what MSSP is, but this company, Saint, um, takes your company from MSP to MSSP, and uh, I think the core of their business is delivering quick new resources or revenues improving the bottom line. Again, I feel embarrassed. I can't say much more about that because I'm not familiar with it, but giving them a little shout-out. All right, and then there was a few other folks at the vendor booths. Um... Time Warner Cable, and I felt sorry for that lady because she was, like, really trying to get me to refer her work. And I was like, I, you know what? You're so sweet. I wish I did, but I'm $140 an hour. And the last thing my clients want at that rate is to uh, to hear me pitch a, a switch over to another cable company. <laughs> and she, she was like, well, what if they, what if they, I go, I know, I just can't do it. I, In fact, I haven't referred internet service to someone in years. And, um... But she got it, and I was like, I'm just, I'm going to give you a shout-out, though, girl. You're going to be on the show. I'm putting you out there. And then the other one, which was kind of funny, was IBM, which I'm, I'm like, I just don't still know why they go to marketing events like this or whatever. But they had a nice, lovely white couch, and it looked very comfortable. And um, 
they had a nice corner spot, which would be the spot I would, of course, want with the big white couch. So I have to say I'm a little jealous. But, of course, I'd have to have a little alcohol and, you know, a little more fun stuff going on in my corner. But uh, <laughs> anyway, then I wasn't sure about the Mimecast, folks. And for some reason, I don't have any of their stuff, which I'm embarrassed of. But the thing is, is I sat and talked to the Mimecast folks a few times. They were, I believe, the platinum vendor. And because uh, I believe they won something the year before. I didn't look into it too much, but they... Their Mimecast stuff was all over. I mean, you could see it all over, and so congratulations to them for uh, doing... They actually had great branding, and their team was out there mingling with people, and I believe on the first day of my lunch, the gal sat down with me, and, uh, and you know, we just sat and caught up with uh, being new friends and all, <laughs> which is kind of how it goes with these things. You just sit down and, you know, hope nice people sit next to you if, if you're just by yourself. Okay, and then there was a company that is called Cordial, Cordial, and they do, um, like tax automation and, uh, some other automation here. But anyway, they help the MSPs, uh, with their, um, it says white label cloud communications through Cordial's Switch Connect SaaS platform. And, um, I remember the fellow saying that they have an interface with the, looks like you said, like a seamless experience to do all this stuff for you. And I was like, I bet that is what people want because I hear tech saying automation all the time. One day I will have it too with my business. So I told him I'd remember him for that day. Okay. And then I spoke with some guys that I just love. They're like the, I'm going to, I'm going to call it and they're going to listen and laugh, but they're like the true nerds out there still. This company is, make sure I got their name correct here. I'm still going to email you guys. Um, dynamic consultants group. And there were two guys sitting there and I was like, what do you guys do? I sat down with everybody and they're like, well, we work with Microsoft dynamics and there's about 15 of us and we're all the techs and we just support that all day. And I'm like, cool. Like these are like the only tech techs that are like, like I understand them, you know? And, um, I was like, so do you guys ever like, you know, just bullshitting talk, you know, like Outlook and they're like, we all, that's all we use. We all know it really well. I'm like, cool. And then I was like, maybe we should talk afterwards. They're like, yeah, let's do that. Because I also want to meet partners here or something. Right. And these guys, when I heard the words, there's like 15 of us texts, I was like, that's my kind of crew right there. 15 texts. So shout out to you guys. And, uh, if you guys, um, if any of my listeners do need, um, Microsoft Dynamics CRM system help, Dustin, I'm going to say out his uh, email right here, Dustin at dynamicconsultantsgroup.com. And also put that in the show notes as well. So Dustin, if I don't hear from you after I get the show out, I'm going to be coming for you. Okay. Then we have another company. Uh, this guy, uh, is Jeff, Jeffrey Coy. I met him at his table and he was, uh, you know, <laughs> I told you I hit every booth, whether I needed you or not. And I met everybody and he was a really nice guy. And the next day at lunch, he actually came over and sat by me and said, Hey, Lisa, how's it going? And I was like, that's cool. He remembered my name. You know, I like that about him. And, uh, their little, sw- their little swaggy gift was kind of neat. Um, I don't get a lot of good ones, those little plugins for the chargers and stuff, but they had a nice one. And they were real nice, real nice guys over there. And you know what? Of course, I can't find my hostway stuff. Ay, ay, ay. Hold on. 
Well, you know what? I'm going to have to whip up their website real quick because I must have put that somewhere and I forgot. So I want to give them a shout out of what they do, though. I actually believe they're an MSP provider. <laughs> so, like, if you are looking to, um, to, like, refer a client to MSP services, Hostway would do it. So they are. I just forgot because I have a lot of things I've been talking about here. So they are uh, um, a managed server dedicated to your success, build exactly what you need for your business, and they have solutions that kind of cover a lot of stuff. I mean, their website has tons of products for cloud hosting, managed hosting, domains and website hosting, email applications. They, um, You know what I liked about them? This guy was really super nice and friendly, and that to me really does go a long way when you go to these things because, you know, if I remember him, he'll remember me in a few years and never know if we're going to cross paths or whatever. So that to me is really important at these events to go out and try to meet people and remember their names and things like that. And we just connected on LinkedIn, which I invited everybody to my LinkedIn, of course, as well. Okay, then, um, I think this might be the last one. There was a fella at the end of the very end where I was walking. Sorry if I'm not at the camera here. His business was kind of neat, and his was uh, Komodo. And what, you know what, I swear to God, I was hoping I was going to write this down the best. So he kind of mentioned his product. It's a Komodo Eye. And this is where, like, brick-fix companies might like this, that manage, uh, like, small business offices with access points. But basically, this is a little tool that you connect to your router that goes by the access point, so it's kind of like a managed part of it. So if one goes down, you don't need to send a tech. This is actually managed from another system. So you guys can troubleshoot it without going on site. And I remember what he said was, this saves a lot of techs driving out to a job to fix something quick. And I was like, well, I don't go on site, but I definitely know a lot of my techs would maybe like to be, um, you know, interested in this. They might be interested in the product. So it, uh, let's see, it says Komodo gives you insight you could only get by sitting on site watching your network eight hours a day. So anyway, I'll put that in the notes as well. That was a, he was a nice guy. I actually ran into him a few times at the event and I really did like his little product that he had there. So, all right, folks, I think that is all of the vendors. And then I'm going to do a little ending here. So, uh, what they had was this thing called the passport. So that was really one of the reasons why I went to all the vendor booths anyway, because I wanted to get the stamp. But then I was like, well, what am I going to do all day? Now I have nothing else to do, so I might as well go meet these folks. Okay, so the next day on Tuesday, I finished up meeting the rest of the people. And we had our little lunch, which, by the way, was very delicious for event food. I mean, it was very good. Um and then everybody was kind of sitting around waiting for the big giveaways and the, the vendors had their giveaways. And, uh, out of the blue, some guy just walks up to me and sits down, which I thought was cool. And it turns out this fella works for MSP Alliance, which runs the MSP world. And his name was Jeff Clemens. And you know what? It, we just sat there and just talked, you know, and I, I just like people that do that for no reason. And he started asking me what I thought of the conference. And just like some information questions. And I gave him some feedback that I think is good feedback for any event. Because this isn't negative. It's just I think a lot of these conferences and these events forget that some people actually come by themselves. And so 
like, here's my take on it. Like if I would have flown to Vegas to come to this thing on Sunday night, you know, it would have been nice to have a meet and greet where you actually had to meet people like with the speed business meetup or something, not meetup, but like speed dating, but speed business networking. Because, you know, then if you kick off the conference with like meeting like 50 people in a two hour period and you all get to know each other, then you can find out who the other attendees are. You can see their badges. You can remember their faces and you can kind of relate to them as you're mingling around this event for two days. And that was the only takeaway that I kind of was like, you know, I'm lucky I'm a social person, but there's some people that aren't. So they're not as, you know, maybe into just going up and talking to a stranger. And he said that was uh, good feedback. And I said, well, that's just what I would do in this kind of event. And honestly, if I was going to fly to like Atlanta to a convention, that might be something I'd look for if I'm going to spend two grand or whatever on flight and hotel just to, you know, hit a two day conference. So he said that was a very good idea and they will consider it for the next one, which I believe the next one is in Louisiana in March. So I did get that as well. All right, let me see what else I got on my notes here. Um, well, let's see. I think that might be it. Uh, if you guys have any questions, this is not going to be any more of a show than just this today. Uh, so if you have any questions about the vendors I talked to, email me, Lisa, call that girl dot biz. Um, oh, I had, I did have one more takeaway. So I kind of wasn't trying to listen in on people's conversations, but because they had them where I was sitting, I had no choice but to listen. And I caught a couple texts saying some kind of some things about Skype for business. And both of them said this and they weren't even around at the same time that their companies don't even use them anyway. So I'm going, thank God. I'm not the only business that doesn't like Skype for business to support and sell. My clients don't even like it when it gets installed it kind of like ruins their office installation if they don't like it because then they have to uninstall the whole office and it ruins all their configuration and settings. And that's just my take on it. And um, most of my clients are like, what happened to my other Skype? <laughs> like they like their Skype they had. And to me, the users that didn't get into Link, well, Skype for Business is just an upgraded Link. So it's kind of like a marketing uh you know, a backhanded compliment almost the Skype for business because they can't do what they want. They can't connect their old Skype people. So just a warning that if you install Skype for business and you have to uninstall it, you could have a real serious office uh, reinstall going on. That happened to my client last week. But I heard two other MSP fellas talking about it and I was like, yeah, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in that hate. I don't like it. But I have a feeling that they'll eventually change it because they have to. Forces of the masses, but all right, folks. Well, this week I was all alone, so I'm my own host and no guest. So if you have any things you want to talk about on a show, be a guest, you can email me, Lisa, at callthatgirl.biz. Uh, make sure you check out my shows at callthatgirl.biz slash office365. And this has been a Heyman Hendrickson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. Thank you to our sponsor, App River and Podbean, for hosting. That's it, folks. See you next time.